Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. All right. Yeah, everybody. We're going to talk about some fun today. Chuck, you are back, sir. Thank you also. Everyone that you're seeing this, that means you saw not only I did a solo episode on body image. Chuck did one with Pina, so thank you guys for being able to piggyback on that. And now we're going to kind of follow up with this idea of not only body image, but putting ourselves and being mindful of the environment that we have around us and the influence that can have on our choices, especially as we're trying to transition for summertime. And honestly, not just summertime, as you guys have seen in our content. Don't just prep for summer. It's really like a, a progressive lifestyle, but especially with the summertime, we have a little bit more incentive. So just a quick reminder to you guys, we added, you might have noticed this below, we have our PayPal link. So if you guys want to support and maybe you don't, you don't want to do the coaching or you haven't, not the consulting piece, but if you want to just kind of support the show, you now have our PayPal link below. You can just kind of send some, some, any kind of contributions. It's always welcome. It's always helpful. So appreciate you guys on that. Let's jump on into it, Chuck. Do it, dude. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So it, the thought came to my mind, I, I forgot what I was listening to a while ago. And the, the, what I was listening to was the, the psychology of colors and music and what that has that, what that effect has us on our food choices and the environment around us. So I was thinking to myself and the number one, number two colors that come to mind, that's a trigger for us are, can you guess what the colors are? Is it red or red, orange or yellow? Red, red, orange, and yellow. And look around you in the environment. How many fast food chains can you go out and identify that use the colors red and yellow in their logos? And <laughs> <what does> that, <laughs> so many, so many. There's so many that does it. I was just thinking to myself when I was driving, dropping the kids off to swimming. I was thinking to myself, I was like, there's so many that use those colors in their logo. And we don't even think about it. But what does neurologically and psychology, what does that trigger us to do? Those colors are strong, vibrant colors that induce stress on us and make us choose unhealthier choices. And what does that do? When we get stressed out, we go running for something, right? Mentally, that's what we're, that's what we're like tied in to do. So when we see those colors and they're smart, those, those fast food chains are super smart doing it. They use those colors and it's a trigger for us to get in line and make unhealthy food choice, ingest it real quick, get on with our life. And 99% of the population don't even think about this. I don't think about it. I don't choose to go to those restaurants, but I never really thought about the science behind what those colors do mentally to us and affect our choices. It's crazy. For sure. And that's what like, I wanted to piggyback and, and kind of follow that up because I was looking at, you know, just like PubMed, National Institute of Health and some different like yeah. research and, and peer reviewed organizations that put out this content. And one of the things 
in the articles that like we were kind of looking at behind the scenes is in the NIH, I'm actually going to just pull it up. Like some of the variables. So in this environmental influences of food and behavior or on food behavior, and we'll put a link below in the podcast. This is a study from 2019, August 16th. Um, I'm sorry, it was published on August 2nd uh, of 2019, looking at some of these variables. And one of the ones that really jumped out at me is not only like, they don't talk specifically about the colors, but there's a piggyback in here on the association and even the misconception of spatial distancing to fast food options versus like healthy grocery stores. So if you even perceive, regardless of what the reality is, let's say we do a 10 mile radius. If you look at, oh, well, there's a McDonald's in there, there's Burger King, there's whatever fast food joint you want to name, cookout, just because I was working with a client before and they mentioned cookout. Um, being able to have that in that 10 mile radius, even if there's like a, a Publix or a Trader Joe's or whatever grocery store that's near you, if there's also a fast food place, the perception is, oh, that's going to be closer. You're more inclined to go to that regardless of the reality potentially could be, you could probably walk even to the, whatever name that grocery store and get a cheaper food option. That's going to be more nutrient dense. It's actually probably going to be faster, but the perception is oh, fast food. I don't have time. It's cheaper. It's going to like, how many times have you sat in the drive through? It's quick. It's easy. It's, it's prepared. It's, it's just, easier to easier to do versus going to a Trader Joe's or, or going to a healthier market and prepping that meal yourself. Uh, there's so many different variables that go in there. And one of the things that I was reading about too is the, the environment that those fast food restaurants or those restaurants in general, they generate inside. So listen, when you walk in, look at the colors inside, listen to the music inside, look at the lighting, check out everything when you're in there. Because if they're playing loud music, it doesn't even mean if it's, you know, pop hits or whatever, but if it's loud, it induces, induces stress. And what do we do? Again, we, we choose an unhealthier, higher fat, quick meal because that's, that stress is just on our body and just to, to make an unhealthier choice. One of the, one of the things I was reading though, um, blues and purples, like how many restaurants do you go into and you notice that it's blues and purples? Hardly any. Because those are calming colors and the foods that those colors trigger in our brain are healthier options. One of the things I was reading about was like eggplant. I'm going to go to the, go to the source real quick here that I have it up in front of me. Um, blues invoke vibrant feelings. Um, it doesn't create the drool method of when these foods that these blues and purples come up to our brain, it doesn't in, in, induce that drool method of, oh man, I really want that, that delicious food, uh, other than those reds and those, those yellows. Um, so those colors of those blues and those purples, Thomas more will make a healthier choice. None of the restaurants are using those. And even just like that, that the kind of piggyback to the, even like we, we discussed this prior to of like the lighting that can happen. If you look at like restaurants or yeah. fast foods or anything like that, even like from watching analysis on a business perspective, it's all a business, right? Like for most places, regardless if it's healthy or unhealthy, the business side is they're going to want you, especially at a restaurant, 
you know, not maybe a fast food place, but even potentially there too. Like the longer you stay, the more money you spend, whether it's in drinks, in food or whatever have you. So being mindful of the lighting too and how that can influence, hey, I'm going to stay, eat more food and consume more. And even going to those colors, like when you're stressed, when you have that drool method, if we extrapolate that and can even potentially maybe even a little bit of speculation because I'm not looking at the research right in front of me. But that idea of if you're stressed, you're going to look for comfort foods. You're going to want to satisfy that potential craving or hunger. So then you're going to say, Hey, not only I'll get burger fries and a drink, but let me get that apple pie too, because right. you know, I, I want, I'm feeling a little of that anxiety or that stress or whatever. And you're just going to make yeah. that decision. You're not as mindful to those choices as well. Absolutely. Then you go into a restaurant that the lighting is lower. The music is calm. The colors and the, the environment that you have around you is more comforting. You're willing to maybe stay a little bit longer, but make a healthier choice. You're more comfortable in your environment that, that you're in. So you're going to make a decision based upon what your body is craving, what you really want versus being under stress and making a, a snap decision based upon that stress that's in that environment. I'll just have a quick meal, burger and fries. Maybe I'll have an apple pie and a milkshake too, and I'll get the hell out of here versus being able to sit down, chew your food, enjoy your meal, make the decision that you really want for the, the meal that you're about to have. Um, so the, the surroundings and the environment that we put ourselves in have a major impact on the decisions that we make. So now I want to pause for a second with that piece. Now we guys, everyone's going to be like, all right, cool. I got some information. Now let's, let's look at what do we do with this information and kind of like already kind of touched on it with try and lean towards a look at restaurants. that are going to have that different coloring from the blues to the purples the lighting and the music that's going to be more conducive to being mindful and calm and enjoying that. One thing I'll also say, if, if you're going to a place that's naturally going to say, hey, do you want fries with that or do you want to supersize it? Just across the board, don't go there. Have you ever noticed a fast food place, even if they have salad on the menu, they don't ask, do you want a salad with that or do you want a water with that? No. Right. They're asking, do you want the right. bigger size? Do you want Not because they want to hurt you per se. They just want to make more money and they don't necessarily exactly care about that piece of it and that impact. So that's one actionable step, guys, is look at not only like, hey, avoid when you can at all costs those fast food, those colorings, but then look at the restaurants and the places that'll have the the kind of familial colors that'll make you be more mindful with your choices or be be a little bit aware that your brain can play tricks on you, even with the perception of, oh, that's too far. Or that's going to be, it's going to be a quicker option. Is it like next time you go get fast food and you go through the drive-thru, time how long it actually takes and then go and just go into a grocery store and get something that's even pre-made and see how long that takes you and see what the difference in time is. And then look at the cost analysis and see what you're actually getting. And maybe that's a lot of work. You could say, just try it. Just try it once. You never have to do it again. I imagine you're going to be surprised by what you see there. So that's like one actionable step I wanted to give everybody. Now let's shift. Let's say everyone's like, you know what? I'm in quarantine. I, you know, with, with COVID and everything, I haven't even gone out. Even with things opening up, I've been at home. Let's even talk about the home environment because we spend so much time at home or maybe even at work, working from home, the home office. Think about creating this home environment. Now we even go into what we can control in the house. Think about the colors you have in your own house. Like what colors are in your kitchen even? What's the lighting in your kitchen? What food options? And we've talked about this in the past too, Chuck, but like don't have, I was talking to a client about this before about like, he's like, I can't keep certain items in the house for more than two days because I eat it all. Well, then don't have it in the house. I know that sounds simple, but let's even talk about now some home strategies and how that can look like. Yeah, well, again, the people that are quarantined in their home, I, I get it. It's stressful. You're kind of shutting yourselves in. 
open your windows, bring that natural light into your home. Good vitamin D, it's going to release some endorphins. It's going to make you feel better. Your cortisol levels will go up. Just go outside for a little bit and get some natural lighting. But the more natural lighting you bring into your home environment, the better it's going to be. Throw some greens in there. Go out, get some, or order them. If you don't feel it's safe going out, order them. Get some plants delivered to your home. Bring in some greens into your home, which will, again, promote that outdoorsy feeling. It'll increase the oxygen levels in your home. You know, do certain things that are going to be more beneficial for your body. Don't paint your, uh, your kitchen yellow. And, and close all the windows and then throw fluorescent lights on. Because then that, again, that's gonna induce stress in your system. You don't want that. You know, ordering food or, or having grocery deliveries, make those healthier choices when you're ordering food or when you're having those groceries delivered to you. Or even when you're going, quick, go to the grocery store. Don't do it when you're hungry. That's a, a good tip. Don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry. That's a big no-no. <laughs> we don't wanna do that because then we're gonna make unhealthy choices. But again, in that home environment, the more natural lighting, the more natural products that you can bring into your home, it's going to be better for you. A hundred percent. Even like, this is going to be another simple one, but very actionable that I have to give credit to Ashley for that I didn't take for granted that we do. She really highlighted it to me is, and we've, we've even put it on like our social media. You guys can check that out again, all the information's below to see all this stuff we put out of having the plan for the week. So when you go food shopping, whether it's you're going into the store, whether you're hungry or not, like go in with a, like a list and get the things on the list. Don't get the extra stuff. Or if you're even shopping on your phone, Instacart, DoorDash, whatever service you're going to use, yeah. guess what? Even if you're not in the environment, they're marketing to you too. They're setting things up Absolutely. in a way to make the most money. And if you go in like, ooh, this looks really good, or based, because the other thing is they're going to say, hey, based on your last orders, like let's say you've ordered Reese's before, you've ordered other sweets or cereals or things like that, they're going to recommend that to you. It's going to come up. Exactly. So go in, have a list of these are the recipes or these are the things I'm, I want to eat for the week, have somewhat of an idea. It doesn't have to be exactly every day, like Monday right. is going to have this meal, but know the recipes and things you want to eat and then get those ingredients so that you know exactly what you need to get and you're not shocked by it. Right. That's been a big game changer. We've implemented that over, I'd say, the past three weeks. You know, we always like to eat healthy. We always have healthier food in the house. But there, when you don't go in with a plan, and we used to fight about it all the time. I mean, both of us are coming from the gym, and we'd be like, oh, what do you want to eat tonight? I'm like, I'm so tired about talking about food. Just figure something out. You know, just eat. Just eat. But going in with a plan and making sure you have those ingredients in your house. And again, what Mike said, you don't have to go in and say, okay, Monday, I'm going to do this. Tuesday, I'm going to do this. Wednesday, I'm going to do this. Just have an idea of, hey, there's seven days in this week. I need to have enough for seven meals or enough for meals, to, to, enough product in the house to make at least seven meals for myself instead of being caught in that trap of, you come home from a workout, you come home from a busy day, and then you open up the refrigerator and you're like, ah, I don't have anything in there. You gotta order food. What do you want? Uh, let's just order a pizza or whatever it is. You know, you're making that rush decision because again, you're under stress. You know, you just got done with a busy day at work. You come home, you know, your kids are running around the house or you just got done with a workout and you know, the day is coming to a close. You don't wanna eat two hours before you go to bed. Things are coming, the hours are getting rushed. Make a snap decision. And usually that decision is not the best decision. But if you go in with a plan, Legos, uh, and again, you have a foundation of what you want for the week, you open up that refrigerator, hey, I've got my, my meals, I've got all my products right here, boom, let's make it real quick. Or you know, one of the great things is, is, is using a crock pot. 
just having your ingredients, throw it in there in the morning time. And then when you come home from a busy day at work or you get done, you know, you're working from home and you get done, that smell is in the house. You walk through the door, you come up from your office, you're like, oh, great. My meal is already there. And again, you can space that meal out. That one crock pot can turn into two, three meals. Bingo. And then, cause I was like, you, you touched on a really important point. Cause I already, I can hear some of our clients that we already work with and even the audience out there that we don't work with saying, well, you know, I have kids, I'm a single parent or I'm really stressed. I don't have time. I'm working full time. I'm going to school full or whatever's going on where the time is very limited. And we get that. Like, again, Chuck and I get that. Like we have families ourselves. We're busy people. We totally understand that. So whether it's the crock pot, the Instapot, whatever variation, you can just kind of set it and forget it. Or even like, I'll be transparent with you guys. Sometimes I leverage frozen fruit, bird's eye frozen vegetables or certain frozen items. And that's where like, again, when you go shopping, being able to say, hey, maybe a frozen meal that you microwave isn't the healthiest option on the spectrum of fresh from the ground to like fast food. But on that spectrum, it's better than fast food. It's the better choice. So making the better choice in the option is really what, in my perspective and how we look at it, is what it's all about. So saying, hey, you know what? I have this, you know, I could drop it in the skillet. It takes five minutes to heat up or I could throw it in the microwave and I can just eat really quickly. That's better than saying, oh, I'm going to order out and get pizza, for example. Or I'm going to just eat pasta with like, I don't know, like mac and cheese, for example. Yeah, like one of our go-to, and I've talked about it before, one of our go-to frozen things that we like to do is we'll get those uh, frozen, no sugar asahi packets and we have them in the fridge, but we have frozen berries. We buy a bag of frozen berries. Uh, and just to make, again, if we're stressed out about food. We don't want to cook. We don't want to do anything. We'll make an asahi bowl for dinner. And it's a homemade asahi bowl. It's not like we're going out to one of those big asahi chains where they loaded up with sugar and honey and all this other garbage which is going to obviously throw our glycemic index off the roof uh we make it homemade you know it's it's a no sugar sahi packet we'll throw some berries in there to make it a little bit creamier we throw half avocado in there to get some good fats uh and then i'll I'll top it off with a little bit of peanut butter and some uh gluten-free granola uh and and that's my dinner but obviously add some protein in there you want to have protein with every meal um so i throw some protein into my sahi bowl you know to make it a little bit more satiated uh, but that's like one of my go-tos all the time when we fight about food all the time or if we're just rushed. We're like, you know what? Let's just have an asahi bowl tonight. And, and it, it, it's tasty because it also triggers that, you know, like, oh, maybe, you know, I want a little treat, you know, after dinner. But if I have that asahi bowl, it tastes like I'm eating ice cream. So I'm good to go. I think you touch on a really important point too. And like, I'll even reference um, like a YouTuber, Jeff Cavalier, he put out, I don't know how old this video is, but he kind of runs through a day in the life of what he eats. And I'm not going to say eat exactly what he eats or eat what Chuck eats or eat what I eat. Obviously it's got to work for you as the individual, but the idea is he even talks about throughout his day, he incorporates things that is going to be satisfying, not just like nutrient dense and, and give him the, the nutrients he needs, calories he needs, but it's satisfying to you. If you feel like you're restricted too much, if you enjoy yes. ice cream, I'm not saying go out and eat ice cream all the time, but like find a frozen yogurt, find an acai bowl, acai bowl that's not going to be added sugar that gives you that satisfaction where you don't feel restricted, right. but you can also balance it while staying in this, you know, again, calories in calories out making sure nutrients dense are there having your protein sources all those things where you feel like wow i'm not really missing out on much and that's what makes it sustainable versus like new year's resolution i'm doing my summer prep but then come fall we're kind of back on it or whatever have you from there absolutely you know we're not asking people to count macros and 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 really count calories that's a lot of work you want to do it great 
my wife is doing it right now. She's driving me absolutely crazy. I sat down last week. I worked out all her caloric intake. I worked out all her macros. She's logging in all her macros. Last night, we were sitting down having dinner. I looked at her. I was like, want to have some popcorn? And she's like, no, I don't. And I don't know what happened with my camera right now. Um, I don't know where I went. My camera just went off. You're just too strong, Chuck. The camera couldn't handle it. it I had to like it, back it, off. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, but she looked at me last night. She's like, no, I, I, my, I'm at my calorie intake for the day. And it's great that you can have that, uh, you know, that mindfulness of I'm at my calorie count for the day. I don't want to have anything else. If you don't want to do that, just be mindful of what you're putting into your body. You don't have to count your macros. You don't have to count your calories, but just be mindful of your portion sizes and the quality of food that you're putting into your body. Bingo. So now we've touched on a lot, guys. So we're going to probably bring it home here at this point because we're getting to that point where, again, we like to cap it. So we're not giving you too much all in one shot. It's overwhelming. So just to recap for everybody, let's go through a couple things that Chuck and myself kind of brought up. One, colors are a really impactful thing, neurologically okay. decision-making. So we're trying to move away. Ironically, I've got red and I've got yellow in this yellow. one. So I was just noticing that. I was like, Mike, you're forcing me to go have something bad right now. <laughs> yeah, so like it's a great reference point, but honestly, I do it like this is the gym setting, so we're kind of, we want that kind of like fight or flight brought up in the, maybe the gym dynamic, but we're making food choices. We're going to mellow it with the blues and the purples, and we're going to change that. Lighting is Green. important to be mindful of. Blue, greens. purples, greens, things of that nature that are more calming. Uh, you look at my gym. My gym, it looks like a spa right now, so it's very calming. I may not get the quality of workout that Mike's getting because he's got reds and yellows in there. I'm sure I am. Uh, but very, it's a very calming environment for me uh, because I've, I've surrounded my environment with a very calming colors, a very good theme. Be mindful of your color choices and your, your listening choice. You walk into a restaurant and it's blaring music, leave. Don't go in there because you're going to make an unhealthier choice. And make a note for that. Again, being mindful of that. And then the other piece where, where I was talking about from the National Institute of Health, again, I'll put the link below where you guys can check this out. I just have some reference. It was from August 2nd, 2019, excuse me, of having that idea, the perception, which may not even be reality. If you see fast food place in the same distance of a restaurant or that's healthier or like a grocery store, you may actually think the, right, the, the healthy grocery store, like a Trader Joe's could be actually closer. We're like, oh, it's, it's too far. I'm going to go to name, name the fast food place where it's actually it may take you more time. The cost per calorie and nutrients going to be higher potentially. And what you're getting yeah. from it is going to be as quality. So be mindful of that map that out, take some time to look at that. You know, you, you, you can be aware of those things. And then the other piece is now when we go back inside, we're looking at what we can do in the home, the color scheme, the lighting, the music, even like, again, guys, don't have a TV in your kitchen or, you know, and I've made this, I've been in that position, even with my own family, where we've been tempted to want to look at the TV while we're having dinner. And then my parents would even say, Hey, well, let's TV off. We're devices off. Let's name three things about our day. We're going to have that conversation. Enjoy your family's company and being able to internalize. And then when we go food shopping, have a plan. It doesn't have to be Monday at two o'clock. I'm having this. It's no, just no, like yeah. Chuck said, I have seven days. I have three meals a day. That's 21 meals. I have to have enough for these 21 meals and I can rotate it how am I like and using those devices and leveraging time that makes sense for you. And even if you're, you know, thinking to yourself, you know, I, and maybe I don't want to cook seven days or if I want to eat at home seven days, put in your mind, if you're going to order food out maybe a couple days throughout the course of the week, plan that restaurant out as well and make a better option when you're choosing which restaurant you would want to order food for or go to 
and make sure that you're using your, your, your wits about you when you, you're choosing. Look at the menu before you go. Make a conscious decision based upon, this is what I want to order off of that menu that's a little bit healthier than if I'm going to go to just a place with like burger and fries or whatever Michael's saying. Bingo, y'all. So now you guys got some actionable things that you can take action on. You can utilize. Hopefully, it's not too complicated for you guys. We want to try and keep it simple yet effective. And again, come down to the actionable piece. Not just guys hit you guys with the information of it, but be able to take action on it. So again, take action. Let us know whether you want to hit us on social media. Again, we got the information below. You want to reach out to us, you know, whether it's email, our phone, whatever. We have all of that below. And you guys as I mentioned earlier, might've noticed we have our PayPal support link. If you guys want to support, you're more than welcome to do that. You're going to be noticing some cool upgrades coming from the audio, the visual and all the fun stuff we're going to do on that side. So be ready. Y'all be ready. Coming, coming. We appreciate everybody's support. Obviously. Thanks for listening. You know, hopefully we're putting out good content for you. We appreciate everybody's support. And again, if you want to donate or make some uh, contributions, we appreciate it. Cheers y'all. Cheers, Chuck. I drank my coffee already. There's nothing left in here, but so cheers. cheers it. I'm going to go get more. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.